Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth with each other, and with a divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. Greetings. Yes, I'm Connie Borkhart, and I was born on the prairie ancestral homelands of the Dakota people, what is now considered southern Minnesota, a Korean-born mother, and a fourth-generation German immigrant farmer father. So I was born in a place in the 80s where it was very challenging to be a mixed person in a rural, pretty mono-European culture. I'm here at Holden as one of the village musicians, helping provide music um, at Vespers every night and providing some other couple workshops, a voice coaching workshop of empowerment and agility, and also leading some dances of universal peace. And... I want to say a couple things about, I guess, how music has flowed through my life and how I see it being a healing force for me. Um, one of my first experiences in music making was in church, standing on the pew with my father, leaning into his chest and feeling the rumble of him singing and singing together with him. That was just one of my most favorite things in this small town church. A little later, as I grew up, the organist welcomed me into her practice before Sunday school started and asked me to help time her preludes and offertories. So singing and playing the piano have been oasises for me and it was a language I didn't have to fully understand to communicate with. It moved me, and I was able to move within it. It was a satisfying communal activity, being in the school band and the choir, but also a satisfying solitary one. I felt a belonging there that I didn't feel in very many other places. My interest in healing followed me to college. I decided to go to Augsburg College in Minneapolis. They had a music therapy program, and I wanted to dig into the the effects of music on our body and our soul. It included training in the classical music theory and history and its supporting structures, and I felt a belonging there. Even though I didn't finish the music therapy degree at that time, I realized that I wanted to study the psychological and the sociological effects and not so much the physiological effects, even though I think that they're amazing. That's not where my heart lie. And at 20, I also realized that I still had a lot of like growing in those areas myself. So I just set it all aside and hoped that I could get a full-time job with benefits in music, which I did, which is sort of unheard of. I started working in a music library and also was continuing to work as a church musician. But at some point going along in that path, things were getting stale. They were not enlivening. And I was really searching for something 
something more, I think, more creative. I was looking for an aliveness, a reconnection to myself, and and meeting my mentor, my full voice coach mentor, Barbara McAfee. She introduced me to community singing, and she started a hospice choir. And through these groups of people, I met up with the, the Dances of Universal Peace and being able to sing sacred phrases repeatedly and to move with others in circle dances, simple circle dances with another, allowed my imagination to kind of expand its ideas of of what compassion and peace and love are about and, and being in community. And in ways I I'm not quite able to describe. I know things were healed. I've also been greatly influenced by the work of Russell Menekin. He wrote My Grandmother's Hands, subtitle Racialized Trauma and the Mending of Our Hearts and Bodies. And he talks about the various ways that we genetically pass on information to each other and also how we can heal from those things. One of the most stunning things I read early on in his book was about how in the last trimester of pregnancy, the mother is passing so much information on to the baby about the safety of the outside world. And knowing that I was born in the first year of my mother's presence in the U.S., I realized that I absorbed a lot of her anxiety and that causes me to have a lot of skepticism about new situations and and how to show up and, and belonging in the world. And what I've learned is that experiences with each other help grow relationships. It builds that rapport and that safety and that trust. And that's one of the things I want to do in the world. And I love being here at Holden because that is one of the things Holden is about, bringing people together, having a shared experience and supporting each other through the rough times and being in community about the amazing times as well. So there's this fascinating aspect of concentric circles or fractals in which what happens at a micro level is also happening at an individual level, at a communal level, at a perhaps global and cosmic level. And the work that I'll be doing with folks attending the Full Voice Workshop is inviting them into five areas of our voice, a grounding aspect of our voice, a passionate place in our voice, a place in our voice that communicates care and concern and compassion, a place that is really piercing, that really cuts through with urgency and a place where it can be inspiring. And so when we can hold all of those aspects within ourselves, we can also hold those in community, those highs and those lows, the griefs and the praise, the laments and the gratitude. That's what I'll be sharing in Dances of Universal Peace as well. Sacred phrases from world religious traditions showing that our human experience is universal, that we all have times of pain and struggle and times of elation and joy. And I'm hoping that we're able to sort of move through those pieces as a community in Vespers as well, that when we sing together in our grief and in our praise, that we weave connection between ourselves. I've really enjoyed the space in the Village Center that we are in a circle and that we can see wherever you are sitting, you can see another face. You might also see the back of a head, but you are likely to see someone else's face. And so the front is obscured and 
there's a sense that we are together in this act of being present with each other and in this mystery of life. Why are we here? Why are we in the middle of the mountains away from cell phones, reception and data and things like that? And to sit and dwell in that holiness of what's been going on for a millennia and to sit in the awe of creation and know that the earth continues to recreate itself, compost itself, change and adapt. And even though we may not know how, things will today come about, how healing will come about, that in the long run, it will all be taken care of. Things will continue to evolve. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.